Now, I want to talk about Paul George. It's been on my mind uh, literally all day long. Uh, it goes to show you how much of a sport that basketball has changed. And quite frankly, as a admin basketball player, or shall I say, enthusiast, I'm quite disappointed in the NBA. Um, there's a multitude of things that I could go as to why I'm, I'm really starting to dislike the NBA more and more uh, as I age. Um, this guy, Paul George, literally just got a five-year, $190 million extension to stay with the Los Angeles Clippers. And it's asinine to me. Paul George had a player option of 2021-22, which was next season. Um, so essentially, he replaced with a four-year contract as an extension. Uh, and it's going to be another player option for him in 2024-25. Now, I get it. You went through the struggles to get Paul George. Because, quite frankly, the Clippers gave up all of their first-round draft picks. They don't have any draft picks for the next three years as far as the first round goes. So Paul George has made almost $300 million since, or he's going to make almost $300 million since 2018 from his lucrative contract from the OKC Thunder. And with the Thunder, he signed $137 million. And to no avail has Paul George reached a Western Conference Finals Because he's getting paid like one. Right? He's getting paid like a Steph Curry. Or uh, he's getting paid like a LeBron and an AD. And uh, if you want to go to the Eastern Conference, he's getting paid like uh, a Jimmy Butler. Um, He's getting paid to be in the finals every year. You know, there's a thing where you can be a superstar. The NBA now has a max contract and a super max. For those of you who don't know, the super max is a contract when if you are either drafted by that team or you sign with that team in free agency, you have a super max at the end of your player option term. And be it all, because this was a player option year coming up, He's going to opt into the Supermax. Now, the funny thing about this is that Kawhi Leonard has not been offered a Supermax or any kind of extension at all, which I find very ironically weird. Considering the fact that at least Kawhi has shown up in some type of magnitude in the playoffs. He's won a championship by himself, albeit to the demise of Kevin Durant's Achilles and Clay Thompson's ACL. uh, But he got the job done. He... Depended on his teammates. He made them better. I mean, look at Pascal Siakam right now. You can't sit here and tell me that Pascal Siakam did not grow and mold into a player without the help of Kawhi Leonard. Let's keep it frank. Many go be like, oh, well, you know, Kawhi is very quiet. He's not a vocal leader. Yeah, yeah, but you're playing against him in practice. You know. I have a friend that picks up on my tendencies. We played ball today. He did the same exact thing. He, I'm not going to say he caught my moves. He didn't. But he saw what I do to be cordial in playing the basketball. He picked up on it. He didn't have to say it. And I even acknowledge it. 
that's what people do. That's what leaders do. Even if you're not putting up the numbers, you still have an impact on the game. You control the pace. You play great defense. You're doing something different than other what your priority option is. And Paul George is not that guy. To give you a little history, I love, I used to, I, I had the Paul George part, the little curve. When he with the Pacers, because I hated LeBron at the time so much, I was all about Paul George. Paul George this, Paul George that. And I quite frankly still believe to this day, if Paul George did not have that leg injury, excuse me, that leg injury in the USA game basketball, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to have a different Paul George. And I think Paul George would have been in the finals by now. Uh, probably, albeit in the Eastern Conference. I'm not going to sit here and say that he would have beaten the Warriors. But he would have definitely been in a different way of gratitude. Because I was I was so-so on Kawhi. I said at the time Paul George is better than Jimmy Butler. Uh, we fast forward now. I believe that injury was 2016 or 2015. Maybe it was late 20. It was summer of 2015. And we fast forward five years and that is not the case. All right. If you ask me right now, I will take Jimmy Butler any day over Paul George. Because Jimmy Butler brings an old school mentality to a team. He's not belligerent and feeling that nothing is accepted to a fault of his own. Whereas Paul George, as much as I dislike Doc Rivers, single-handedly got Doc Rivers fired. It isn't a coincidence that Doc Rivers is gone, Montrez Harrell is gone, Landry Shaman is gone, Jermichael Green is gone, and it's only going to be a matter of time before Lou Williams is gone. I expect Lou Williams to be gone by the trading deadline. And I think Paul George had a big thing about it. If you watch the Showtime interview with Matt Barnes and and Stacks, he pretty much put all the blame on Doc Rivers. And you see, Steve Ballmer is a type of dude who wants results now. And Steve Ballmer being a boss or a CEO, a manager, whatever you want to call him of your litigation. I am a chef, so I'm in charge of people and personnel as well. Great owners and great people, great leaders tend to listen to those closest to the action. So in this instance, Steve Ballmer is going to go down to the players and ask the players exactly what they want. Now, we can already negate that Trez probably Pat Bell and Lou Williams didn't have much to say about Doc Rivers. Because if you remember, they took Golden State last year to about six games before Pat Bev kept running off with the mouth and Durant was like, you know what? I'm just going to drop 50 back-to-back on y'all and put y'all out of the misery. And that's what he did. So I don't really think that those three really had too much to say about Doc. Uh, so Paul, I'm just going to kind of summarize it a little bit for you. He kind of pretty much just said that Doc Rivers was using them all uh, into a J.J. Reddick or Cal Culver role, <laughs> which is a, okay. I, you know, I'm thinking as 
a shooter or a, a great offensive player, if my shot's not going and I'm playing isolation ball, I need a couple of easy baskets. I need a couple of things where I can come off with pin down, I can come off with L curl, Z curl, whatever the case may be, and just put a shot out and get it in the basket. That's kind of, that's going to get my momentum back besides getting to the free throw line, which is what he did not do on either one of the occasions. Anyway, the dude in game seven against the Nuggets hit the ball off the side of that backboard. I mean, I'm sitting in bed watching this shit, and I said, you have got to be kidding me that this guy is shooting a basketball as an NBA superstar, supposedly, off the side of the backboard. I kind of feel for Doc Rivers because he was the scapegoat in the situation. Although, like I said, I don't really like Doc Rivers as a coach. I think he's overrated. I will say that. But you don't have too many options dealing with superstar players as Kawhi and Paul George simultaneously together. You don't have too many options And understanding the motivation and getting behind them and making sure that they accomplish everything that they do. Now, Paul George has a lot going on right now. He's going to have to step up. There's no ifs, ands, ors, buts about it. He's going to have to do what he has to do. Now, I'm going to tell you like this, because like I said, basketball is number one in my heart. There's something not sitting right with Kawhi Leonard. And I kind of think this is going to blow up. Because Kawhi is going to look at it as, and like, you know, I'm just sitting here looking at it currently right now today. Kawhi is going to sit here and say, well, you know, I'm obviously the better player of the two. And he's not going to come out front and say it. But I don't get us. I don't get an offer for an extension. And I actually asked for Paul George to be here. So we're going to see this is a bit this is a big year for Clipper Nation. They they go they're going to have to answer the question. But Paul George to me for the long term is not it. But the Clippers had to make this move because of how much they had to give up and how much they have had to get rid of to acquire Paul George and to make sure for the foreseeable future they will have a star selling tickets in the new stadium that is coming up. Because, quite frankly, I don't think Kawhi is going to stay. I have this funny feeling that when LeBron taps out and leaves the Lakers, I think Kawhi is going to slide in. I sincerely do. Uh, I mean, this puts LeBron. LeBron, I think, has three years left on his contract, if I'm correct. And I believe Kawhi has three years left. And so the timing sits up perfect. You know, Kawhi wanted to become a Laker in the first place. And because he didn't want to really just get on the bad wind of LeBron and not get the credit, he opted to go to the other LA team. But this goes to show you that Paul George is going to have to show up and show out. And I don't, I'm not seeing that happening. 
you're not going to have a situation where it is with James Harden because he's not really putting up as lucrative numbers as James Harden. But it's going to be very similarities. I think once Kawhi leaves, you'll see the Clippers at his mercy. And, you know, they may do something to try to keep him there or bring in a player or such. And then he, that franchise is going to bottom out once again. But the NBA should take a lesson from this. And I think they're going to see this lesson that the players have way too much control. And I think in the next CBA, you're going to see something slightly different. Beforehand, I was, I was always about, you know, let the players get their money. But I've always said in the last three to four years, I've always said that I don't think athletes should get, they should get guaranteed, more guaranteed money, but they don't need to be getting so much money. And I think when this new collective bargain agreement arises, you're going to see teams getting a little leverage on these players. Of recency, of opting out, we got to say by default that the Kawhi thing worked out because he brought a championship. The Anthony Davis thing worked out because he got a championship. Jimmy Butler, I understand why he did it. Other than that, everybody else, you're holding these franchises to mercy. This shit is unjust. And I just want people to know, NBA fans and Clippers fans especially, I want you to understand that these next four years, you're going to be looking at PG-13, and he's going to be probably playing like he's PG-7.